Chapter One of the Tale of Chirpy Cricket. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Pauline Latournerie. The Tale of Chirpy Cricket by Arthur Scott Bailey. Chapter One The Fiddler. If Chirpy Cricket had begun to make music earlier in the summer, perhaps. He wouldn't have given so much time to fiddling in Farmer Green's farmyard. Everybody admitted that Chirpy was the most musical insect in the whole neighborhood, and it seemed as if he tried his hardest to crowd as much music as possible into a few weeks, though he had been silent enough during all the spring. He had dug himself a hole in the ground under some straw that was scattered near the barn and every night from midsummer on he came out and made merry but in the daytime he was usually quiet as a mouse sitting inside his hole and doing nothing at all except to wait patiently until it should be dark again so that he might crawl forth from his hiding place and take up his music where he had left it unfinished the night before. Somehow he always knew exactly where to begin. Although he carried no sheets of music with him, he never had to stop and wonder what note to begin on, for the reason that he always fiddled on the same one. When rude people asked Chirpy Cricket, as they did now and then, why he didn't change his tune, he always replied, that a person couldn't change anything without taking time and since he expected to make only a short stay in pleasant valley he didn't want to fritter away any precious moments chirpy cricket's neighbors soon noticed that he carried his fiddle with him everywhere he went and the curious ones asked him a question why they inquired why are you forever taking your fiddle with you and chirpy cricket reminded them that the summer would be gone almost before anybody knew it he said that when he wanted to play a tune he didn't intend to waste any valuable time hunting for his fiddle now all that was true enough but it was just as true that he couldn't have left his fiddle at home anyhow chirpy made his music with his two wings he rubbed a file-like ridge of one on a rough part of the other so his fiddle if you could call it by that name just naturally had to go wherever he did cree, cree, cree. when that shrill sound all on one note rang out in the night everybody that heard it knew that chirpy cricket was sewing out his odd music and the warmer the night the faster he played he liked warm weather somehow it seemed to make him feel especially lively people who wanted to be disagreeable were always remarking in chirpy cricket's hearing that they hoped there would be an early frost they thought, of course, he would know they were tired of his music and wished he would keep still. 
but such speeches only made him fiddle faster an early frost he would exclaim i must hurry if i am to finish my summer's fiddling now chirpy had dozens and dozens of relations living in holes of their own in the farmyard or the fields and the gentlemen were all musical like him they were fiddlers somehow fiddling ran in their family so on warm nights during the last half of the summer there was sure to be a cricket's concert sometimes it seemed to johnny green who lived in the farmhouse as if chirpy cricket and his relations were trying to drown the songs of the musical frog family over in the swamp End of chapter 1 Recording by Pauline Latournerie